Hello, friends. Welcome. I know it's been a couple of weeks. Unfortunately, I caught COVID. And so I was mostly focusing on resting and recovering. And let me tell you, I would not wish that on my neighbor's dog. (laughs) All right. So we are continuing to look at the works and writings of Lao Tzu who was a Chinese philosopher. And so we're going to look at five more quotes by Lao Tzu, and I will be sharing my thoughts about it as I read through it. All right, so the first quote for today is, He who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. I don't know that I would 100% agree with this one, because there are definitely people who speak and do know what they're talking about, though I have often found that those who know the most tend to keep it to themselves. They have no reason to show off. They have no reason to prove themselves to anyone. I think that's what he is getting at here, is he's talking about that need to prove yourself. And sometimes the people who boast the loudest and try the hardest to impress others often don't have, they're not as competent as they want to appear to be. And so they talk a lot in an attempt to show how much they know. Whereas those who truly do know a lot about a topic and are fully confident in themselves have no need of proving themselves to anybody else. At least that's how I take this quote. And I think that that's an important part of life to know what you're good at and to know where you are confident. And I don't my sorry, my brain just shorted out, so I'm going to stop there. <laughs> All right, but that is a good one. I do like that. A reminder to focus on our own confidence. All right, let's move on to the next one. Knowing others is wisdom. Knowing yourself is enlightenment. Knowing others is wisdom. Knowing yourself is enlightenment. This one makes me think about, this one makes me think about Lao Tzu's quote, where he talks about mastering others is strength, uh, mastering yourself is true power. Um, Again, he's kind of going on that theme that it's one thing to be able to observe and see through the facades that other people put up to have discernment to understand the thoughts and feelings and emotions and intents of those around you. But the level of awareness and understanding that comes with truly knowing ourselves is so much greater. And I believe this is because we love to lie to ourselves. We love to give ourselves a false sense of security. We tend to fixate on the trivial and unimportant. And it's so much harder 
to focus on the right things. It's so much harder to look at ourselves with a clear lens than it is other people. It is easier for me to point out the flaws and mistakes in my friends, uh, my neighbors, my students, my coworkers, than it is to point them out in myself. So I definitely can see where knowing yourself, truly knowing yourself without pretense, without judgment, truly would be seen as enlightenment. And it makes you think about um, what Jesus says in the Beatitudes where he talks about pulling, you know, having a log in your own eye and yet trying to pull, you know, a speck or a splinter out of the eye of your brother, your friend, your neighbor. And and that is a, very much what it's like. It's, it's so much easier to see a tiny flaw in someone else than to see and own up to the glaring faults that we ourselves possess. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, quote number three. A good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent on arriving. A good traveler has no fixed plans and is not intent on arriving. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that one. I mean, you could argue that whole thing about, you know, life is about the journey and not the destination. I feel like I would need to have access to the rest of the writings that go with this quote to have a better understanding of the context in which he was writing this. Because I would argue that if you are, if there's a purpose to your travels, then the destination does matter, right? For example, um, even a metaphorical journey, when I was pursuing my master's degree, I needed to be intent on arriving at the destination, and I needed fixed plans in order to achieve my goal. But if I look at learning in general as a journey and living a life of being a of being a lifelong learner, then I would argue that yes, this is very good because when it comes to learning, I do not have fixed plans currently. I'm always open to learning and growing as a teacher, as an academic, as a human being. So in that sense, I would say yes, it is good to not have a fixed plan when it comes to learning and knowledge and always be open to side roads and different things like that. And then I would say in life, I don't know. Because to meander through life without any guidance, without any goal, is dangerous because, you know, if you don't know where you're going, you know, 
it doesn't matter where you go, I guess you could say. But if you have an end destination in mind, but you are not in a hurry to get there, then that would mean that you are open to experiences and opportunities along the way that you would not ordinarily have access to if you were only fixated on reaching the destination. So perhaps that's what he's saying, because say, for example, my journey to become a better teacher, right? I might decide to spend a few years focusing on special education. I might spend some time teaching math. In fact, this year I am teaching fourth grade and I that is not my normal grade level. I normally teach middle school predominantly. Um, you know, last year I did teach high school and this year I am teaching fourth grade. But I would not say that that is taking me off track. If anything, it is enriching who I am as a teacher and enriching my life with fresh and new experiences. So in that sense, not being intent on arriving, on only doing one thing, there is a benefit there. Hmm. Okay. All right, I, I can sort of see where he's going with that one. All right, let's move on to the fourth quote, I believe. Yes, the fourth quote. Oh, and here's one I just referenced a moment ago. He who conquers others is strong. He who conquers himself is mighty. And again, that dovetails precisely with the knowing others and knowing oneself. To be able to conquer others does take strength, but to conquer ourselves, to have discipline, self-discipline over ourselves, to have the willpower to bend our mind and our bodies to doing what it is that we would purpose ourselves to do, that takes true strength. Think about it. Think about how much harder it is to convince yourself to get out of bed when you don't want to than to convince someone else. I mean, I can physically drag somebody out of bed if they don't want to get out of bed. I cannot physically drag myself out of bed when I do not want to get out of bed because the will is involved in that moment. The will is fighting me. So, yes. Yes, definitely. Conquering others does take strength, but oh, to conquer yourself. If only we could, if only, if all of us only focused on conquering ourselves, I truly believe the world would be a much, much better place. All right. And the last quote for today. To the mind that is still, the whole universe surrenders. To the mind that is still, the whole universe surrenders. Man. I, it just makes me think of moments in life where I was stressed out about a problem, a situation I didn't know what to do with. And when I found 
stillness and I was able to be calm, when I was able to let go of my stress and my anxiety, it was as though it was like I was a magical being. It was like my ability to problem solve and to figure things out was amazing and incredible. So I would definitely, I'm all about this one. When your mind is still, when you are calm, when you can settle yourself, you are able to see, you are able to understand, you are able to work things out in a way that you never can when you are stressed. I mean, think about a problem you went through or a crisis where you became incredibly stressed out and anxious. And how hard was it for you to think in those moments? Hmm. All right, friends. So I hope this gave you something to think about and ponder this week. Hopefully I'll be back on our weekly schedule as my health continues to improve. But for now, it is time for your next adventure. I'll miss you.